Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to talk about, well, some potential cap casualties for the Tennessee Titans, some wide receivers that they might look to go after in free agency, and then what do the Titans look to do whenever it comes to drafting a wide receiver? We'll dive into all of that before we get started. I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. I'm really excited, Denard. It's officially March, and so that means March Madness, the greatest tournament in the history of sport. Yes. But hey, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. It's the best in the business, folks. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, D. First off, sir, how are you doing? Welcome into the show. Thank you for having me, sir. I'm doing great. Glad you asked. How are you doing today, my man? It's been busy, but it's been good. I'm excited to talk about some. Potential moves that we might be seeing general manager John Robinson and head coach Mike Vrabel have to make. I mean, I know, uh, as you say, D, the NFL stands for not for long. And so there's some guys that you might be anticipating seeing on the roster next year that ultimately don't end up being there. And so, you know, I was kind of looking at it. We've, We've discussed some of the key free agents that the Titans have. We know that goal number one is likely to bring back Harold Landry when you look at some of the top guys. Uh, The other name that you're hearing as far as the team would like to bring back is Ben Jones. And then, of course, once we go from there, you you get down the list of some other guys that were some productive players for the team this year. But we do know that the Titans are going to have to do an overhaul at the tight end position. But, you know, when we go back and we look at the Titans this year, one of the positions they really struggled with outside of A.J. Brown was wide receiver. And even though A.J. was hurt for some of the year, you also went last offseason. And even though we were praising the hire or the decision 
I still feel like you had to make the decision at the time, but it didn't exactly pan out the way you wanted it to whenever you went out and you traded your second round pick for Julio Jones, taking on some good amounts of money there. I don't think Julio will end up being a cap casualty, Denard, but post June 1st, you would save $9.5 million if you cut him, and that would also, also that would have $4.8 million in dead money uh, mm-hmm. when you're looking at that. And I'm getting my figures from over the cap in case you're curious and you kind of want to go. They got a pretty neat little tool where you can kind of move some things around and kind of look at different people. But D, um, I, I don't think Julio will be a cap casualty just kind of when you look at that dead money. But I wanted to kind of get your opinion on who you think the Titans likely might actually try and cut to save some money for down the line. You know what? Black March is up on us. You know, we talk about this every year. You always tell me. Denard, March is what? I don't call it Black March. I know you. I do, call but... it Black March because I've been a part of it. It's a, it's a very dull, very very dull month because unfortunately some guys they have to go. And let me say this: I disagree with you. I think Mr. Julio Jones' time in Nashville is going to be up, and I'm not even looking at the dead money. And let me just kind of explain to our fans, dude. You know what the dead money is, don't you? I do, but go ahead and, and talk us through that. Well, what dead money is, is really just guaranteed money to a player. And what it basically means is that regardless of what happens, even if they release the players, they still have to give him that money. And I'm not looking at this from a situation where when you look at his cap number at nine and a half million dollars, but if you cut him, then you end up paying him just 4.8. What I'm looking at is this, D, and I'm thinking about production. Uh, I love Julio. But I do. I don't think he's going to be there because this is a position that they're they're going to need to get young. And when you look at Julio, he's 33 years old. He only played in 10 games last year. We know he had a nagging hamstring. So if you're Tennessee, you know this year you got some studs coming in this draft. You're talking about guys like Drake London, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, and we'll talk about my favorite guy uh, coming up in the show. But I'm not going to sit there and harp on Julio because. You have to look at the age. I mean, do you get younger at that position and go ahead, cut ties with them and save that $9 million and apply that to, again, money for next year? Or do you say we're going to keep him and then just go ahead and pay him that amount? But there's one player in particular, Davey, that I don't know. I've done a lot of research on it. I hate to say this, but I think Taylor LeJuan, I think his days in Nashville and number Debo. And the reason that I say this is because if when you look at his cap number, unfortunately, it's almost $13 million. So I think it would make sense to go ahead and cut him, considering the fact that when you look at his money and what we call dead money, again, guaranteed, look at this, Debo. If they go ahead and release him by June the 1st, look at that. They end up paying him just about $1.7 million, a little bit close to $2 million. I'm just say that number as opposed to paying him nearly $13 million as a base salary in 2022. So again, this is a team, there's a lot of needs. You're talking about receiver, you're talking about deep, uh, say, receiver, quarterback, what else are we looking at? Tackle. So again, it only makes sense right now to go ahead and you're looking at a player uh, who's in this, going into his eighth season, but when you look at it, David, he's what going into the uh, fifth year of an $80 million contract. So again, when those numbers go up, Debo, that means your cap number goes up, which is detrimental to a team. So once again, I hate to say it, I think Taylor LeJuan would be the odd man out this year because they save a lot of money in cap space by releasing him. 
Yeah, they do. You said close to 13 million right now. It's 12.9. I yeah. also want to go back real quick to talking about Julio Jones. Uh, the numbers are a little different if he is, mo- we'll say moved or released prior to June 1st. But if a move was to happen with Julio, it would likely be after June 1st, just based off how all those numbers would play out. And I'm not yeah. necessarily going to go too deep into that. But you mentioned Taylor Lewan Denard, and I, I have to agree with you. Whenever you look at the guys that could potentially be on that list, he's definitely towards the top. You look at the Titans and how their offensive line, uh, you didn't get the production out of him last year that you had been hoping for. Now, he says that a lot of that is in relation to him having the ACL injury yeah, coming back from that. And that very well could be the case. But the Titans, I would be more confident with them moving on from Taylor if they had an actual right tackle on the roster right now, which they don't. And and so that makes it a, a more difficult decision for John Robinson. And I'm not going to say I don't see them cutting him, but one of the other guys that I see them possibly moving on from plays right next to him, Denard, and that's Roger Saffold. When you look at Roger yeah. getting up there in age, and while he's done a great job, and him and Taylor both have been great in run-blocking ability, and they've been a solid part of that left side. They've been that left side of the line for the last several years, and we've grown accustomed to watching them. But if you cut Saffold, you're saving – 10.5 million and there's only 2.37 million in dead money. And I think yeah, that the Titans also 6 million over the cap. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. I, I also look at that though. And I think, you know, whenever I'm looking at the backups at the guard position, I think the Titans feel a little bit better about either having Aaron Brewer or Dylan Raiden step in and play at guard more so than I do with what they're feeling about their ability at tackle. And there's a good chance D that both of those guys are gone. If they're looking to go out and make some splash moves, when it comes to free agency. Uh, the, the other move uh, I, I wanted to talk about real quickly was Jackrabbit Jenkins. Uh, I know last year was his first season there, but $7 million on the cap side. If Caleb Farley comes back healthy, I think they feel pretty good about being able to go younger there. And so you could likely see formerly Janoris, now Jackrabbit Jenkins, on his way out. And so there's just a, a, a lot of different guys. The other guy that I was going to mention, I don't see him being a cap casually, but just because he does have zero dollars in dead money. Zach Cunningham. Yeah. Zach Cunningham (laughs) came in, uh, played in four games, led the team in tackles basically over that stretch, was much better than Jayon Brown or Sean Evans. We know both those guys are moving on this offseason, but Zach Cunningham, uh, the Texans gave him that big contract over the last offseason. And as we know, things did not go well there. Titans were able to claim him off waivers, and I think he did a really good job reuniting with Coach Mike Vrabel and some of the staff that he had during his time back in Houston. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see. I I personally would like to see Zach Cunningham and David Long Jr. be the starting inside linebackers next year for this team. But if the team does feel very confident about Monty Rice, there's a chance they're like, Zach's a great player. We would like to be able to hold on to him, but. 10.5 million might just be too That's much with lot. some of the other things we're trying to do. And inside linebacker is not exactly a position you're going to try to dedicate a lot of money to. So That's why you draft. Yep. And those are kind of the big names there uh, as it relates to that. We'll continue to kind of cover it. Those are the big names. There's obviously some smaller ones down the list that could, could easily fall into that. But for time purposes, we're going to kind of move on. But at this time, I'd like to take a moment to talk about uh, our new sponsor, NordVPN. So you might be wondering, what's more important than peace of mind? Well, the answer to that is nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. 
And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is now more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN, go tell them we sent you. But D, the other conversation, you've already led off with talking about how they, you don't think that Julio Jones will be back? No. I'm of the mindset I think they might try to go year two into the process just simply because they gave up a second rounder and he still has the talent. It's just a question of whether he can stay healthy. Uh, Now, we know the big free agent signing that the Titans made last year at the wide receiver position was Josh Reynolds after Corey Davis went on uh, to the Jets. Josh Reynolds, as we know, did not work out well at all. Right, there you go. How'd that go? He's in Detroit balling. He didn't even make it it like six months with the team, basically. Yeah. But That's free agency. D, who are some names as far as some potential free agent wide receivers that you kind of had your eye on that you think the Titans might be able to get uh, when you're looking at it from a financial standpoint that could work with given our uh, dilemmas whenever it comes to tax or uh, uh, cash situation? Oh, man. You know, in this day and age and free agency, it's about the money, Debo. And I was looking one name that really just. I mean, I just start a smile every time I think about this guy, not in that way, but I talk about Devontae Adams. You're talking about one of the most explosive D, dynamic D, players. D, I'm, I'm going to stop you there, but like, I love Devontae. I know, but I know you know, I know. What are we going to do? We just gonna, it's we're a gonna long pair, shot. It's a long we, shot, but hey. Let yeah, me we might as well just go ahead and like pair him up with Aaron Rodgers while we're at it. We're just going to go ahead and pair him up with Aaron. I going to go there, but you know what? We'll get an Aaron Rodgers later because what would you be willing to give up to get Aaron Rodgers? I like Devontae Adams. I love Devontae Adams. You're talking about one of the most durable players, one of the most consistent players in the National Football League. You've got to start with my man out of. Fresno, and I love this guy. He's one of the, I'm telling you, D, I mean, he just continues to get better. But I'm going to say this. There's one guy, not Mike Williams, not Allen Robinson, no, not Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a free agent. That's my man out of LSU Rams. I don't think he's going to be there. Zach Pascal, I love him. Don't get, don't get too excited about Zach Pascal. But one of the guy that I, I truly love, this player, excuse me, is my man, Chris Godwin. You know, I talk very highly when I, when I say that name, I love Chris Godwin. And the upside about Chris D, when I talk about getting young, he's only 26 years old. Now, I know he's coming off a torn ACL, that tear that, in that ACL injury. But again, you know, guys, they can tear the ACL one year and that ligament is stronger the next year. I love him because you think about it. He is one of the most explosive players when he's on that field. He's a dynamic playmaker. You're talking about a player that can separate from a defender. He's consistent. He doesn't bobble the ball. He catches it, I mean, with authority and not to mention the guy is just an absolute beast. You need someone to compliment A.J. Brown. What better in free agency to go after Chris Godwin, D? D, I don't think we have the money for it, man. I I was, when I kind of was putting the segment together, I was thinking, what are some guys that are probably going to be following a little bit lower down the list in far as terms of payment? I mean, while I love both players you mentioned, I think they're going to be, Two, they're going to be the two highest paid 
free agents, maybe throw in Allen Robinson there. Now, Allen Robinson's biggest problem is he's never gone anywhere that's had a good quarterback. So I'm curious if Allen Robinson is like, you know what? I've had the big payday. I actually want to go somewhere I can win, and I'll take a pay cut to do it. Now, after Ryan Tannehill and the playoffs, it'll be interesting to see whether he wants to do that, but there's a chance. I was thinking of maybe going out and getting a guy. He's a little bit older, but still has some skill left. But when you look at Emmanuel Sanders, bringing in a veteran like Emmanuel from Buffalo, I think that would be a move that might suit this team well. He's done a really good job of – he's not been injury-prone throughout the years. And I think just adding that level of that veteran savviness that he brings to the game is something that this team could really benefit from. Another guy that I I think you could probably get for around six to seven million. That's kind of where his market value is setting at. But D, he's a guy that you've been able to watch in your own backyard down in Dallas. But Cedric Wilson going to be hitting the open market. I think that guy's got a lot of upside. Still a young player. He's only 26, so he's going to he's coming off of a 2.1 million dollar deal. He's obviously going to go up after last couple of seasons and what he's done. But I think that's a guy that might fit into what the Titans are looking to do from the receiver standpoint. The other name I was going to mention to you is somebody that's already been with the team, even though he was very injury prone. They only gave, I want to make sure I get my numbers right, but Marcus Johnson was only making around a million. It would not be very expensive to bring him back. I know we didn't get to see him in a lot of action because he was injured, but I think even playing into his injury uh, status, you could build in some incentives in that contract to where you pay him more if he's able to actually produce and be out on the field. I liked what I saw from him at times. I know we talked about his playmaking ability, but right now I'm not thrilled with the wide receiver market from free agency this year. I think there are a lot of guys that's kind of top heavy that the Titans just won't be able to afford. So it it is interesting to see there, but D, you mentioned it. I got to talk about some of these guys here in a minute when you look at this draft class because there are a lot of guys that I think are going to be in that first and third round that the Titans, they might view it as there's some guys there that they can't miss. And I know the Titans, we need to kind of work out finding a true slot receiver. We don't really have anybody. They thought Adam Humphreys was going to be that guy. He battled some injuries. He played well at times, but as we know, it wasn't something that his contract warranted him staying on the roster and going through it. So, uh, we'll see, but D, any other names that might be lower down the list and that might be financially available for the Titans when you're looking at free agents? Well, when you, talk, when you talk about financially, when you we talk about money, then you have to talk about veteran because a veteran knows that at some point in his career, when he starts reaching that 30 mark and he hasn't put up those huge numbers, you talk about A.J. Green. What about Michael Gallup? Uh, in Dallas, you can talk about Will Fuller at Houston. I mean, there's some big names out there. Hey, I know a name you might like. It might be Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, let's. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not a fan. He, uh, no, you're not a fan of his. But again, the guy is consistent when he's healthy. There's so when you talk about money, unfortunately, we know guys like Devontae Adams and Mike Williams. They're gonna they're gonna go look in free agency looking to get paid, and I, I think that's a position for the Titans. You're gonna have to really start from the draft. And you might have to take a guy like, I mean, Marcus Johnson. I think Marcus Johnson, again, what what he was able to do last year, I like the way he was coming along until he got hurt uh, in the Houston game. You're talking about the game against the Saints where he put up a career-high 100 yards receiver, and he looked like a number one receiver for Tennessee. But, again, it's all about the draft. I, again, what about Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean, again, he's a player that 
I don't think he's going to be demanding a high amount of a dollar this uh, in free agency. I don't think a lot of teams are going to pay him some, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12 million dollars a year because you've got to look at the age. Odell Beckham Jr. is getting ready to turn 30. Well, he so also have, he tore his ACL in February as well. Okay. But then you also have to look at the age and, and age and injuries. So again, I mean, there's a lot of names. You just got to. What John Robertson has to do is just look at what fits, what fits in our system. And I think the, the, what you do this year is you, in this draft this year, you really you got what at 26 you draft. I, I truly think, think Davey, it's going to be about the guy that you take in the draft. I mean, that's that's how you get better in this league is, is through the draft. You do, Denard. Whenever you look at the draft, you kind of have to assume how the Titans ended up trading away their second round pick. They used their second round pick on a wide receiver. Uh, but we, as we do know, the Titans have the 26th overall pick, and then they have a third rounder. Uh, so that's at least early in the draft. And we'll see if John Robinson wants to move around, get some more draft capital to work with. But before we talk about that and the wide receivers that might be available come the Titans pick, they want to take a moment to talk about Athletic Greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits into a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or, or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash belief. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash belief. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. All right. Diving into the topic of some of these wide receivers that will possibly be available for the Titans at 26 or when the third-round pick comes around, uh, who are some names? I know you mentioned some earlier, but as far as a guy that would fit in with what the Titans are looking to do, at that wide receiver position. And we know John Robinson typically goes for the bigger, the stronger, more physical guys. Who stands out in your mind? He liked the big, physical, strong types. Look at last year, Des Fitzpatrick was 6'3", 220, 230-pound receiver out of Louisville that they took in the fourth round last year. This year, I like Drake London at USC. I like Garrett Wilson at Ohio State. But my man this year that I think is going to be around at 26 is Mr. Jamison Williams out of Alabama. I love this guy. I love his explosiveness. Six foot two, 189 pounds. But David, you know what I love? The fact, what I love most about him, a four, two, five, 40 transfer out of Ohio State, went to Alabama last year. Again, 20 years old. You talking about you. And, and again, he's raw. He is flat out raw. When you look at Jamison Williams, the first thing comes to mind the first name that I think about is Jamar Chase. He's that explosive. You go against, look at the game against Florida. This guy can take a little flare pass, a little five-yard flare pass, and turn it into a 70-yard game. This is what you need uh, in that offense. You need somebody other than A.J. Brown. You need somebody other than A.J. Brown 
to make plays in this offense. If you look at the game against Cincinnati in the playoffs, you had one guy on the perimeter that Ron targeted the whole game, and that's number 11. You only had one guy you know, on the perimeter that was making plays against Cincinnati, and that's A.J. Brown. You need another dynamic player, and that's what Jamison Williams is. You're talking about a guy, a player that can top off the defense. Look at AM, man-to-man coverage. What happens? He just blows right past the defender again. You look at, you think about Jamar Chase. There's a lot of similarities between these two. They're explosive. You can line him up in the slot. He's that type of player. You can line him up in the backfield. You think about that monster. What's that monster at Cincinnati? Uh, excuse me, at San Francisco. I'm talking about Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati. Mr. Debo Samuel. You see how you can line Debo in the backfield? You can line him in the slot. Heck, you can even line Debo at the tight end position. Davey. This is the kind of playmaker Jamison Williams is. He's a guy that he can galvanize your offense. You need something other than 11 and 22. And what better way than to go after a a young player like Jamison, who's only 20, and his upside, Davey, he's raw. He's only getting better. D, I can easily see Jameson Williams being drafted by the Titans simply by the fact that he's coming off of a big injury and he's likely to slide. John Robinson loves those types of players. We see him do that time and time again. That's how you were able to get Jeffrey Simmons at 19th whenever he should have been a top five pick in that draft. Uh, I, I don't have any comments as far or any critiques whenever it comes to Jameson Williams' game. I was able to watch him roast uh, my team multiple times. I think he's a great player and he's going to be he's going to be really solid at the next level. Uh, but D, one of the other guys, whenever I'm sticking with that big and physical nature, one of the guys that stands out to me, also from the SEC, but it's Arkansas wide receiver Traylon Burks. I mean, this right. guy, 6'3", 225, Lance Zerline, Lance Erl- he compared him to A.J. Brown, except he had a little bit more wiggle. He's a right. guy that when you watch him play, he's very smooth in how he goes about running his routes and then what he's able to do once he has the ball in his hands. I think that he would be a steal if he fell to the Titans at 26, but I expect him to get drafted higher than that. But I would love to see him fall. I'm just kind of hoping that either some of these wide receivers, since there are so many kind of at that top and it's a deep wide receiver class, that maybe you're going to have one of these guys fall to the Titans at 26. And if that's the case, I'm saying pull the trigger. But yeah, I like Traylon Burks. I mean, both him and Jamison, both juniors. So still fairly young and... A lot of shelf life left. Was we know you get him in the first round, you got the opportunity to pick up the fifth year option if it comes down to it. D, any other guys you might see in the first round that Titans might go to whenever it comes to wide receiver? Well, there's a there's an array of guys. I mean, uh, the list. I mean, like I just said, as I alluded to earlier, with Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, I know that he bypassed the Rose Bowl. I think that could have upped his stock. I don't know why guys continue to do that, but. What about Drake London out of USC? I love his play. I love his game. Um, a lot of the uh, draft analysts got him being the number one receiver out there in the, uh, going into this draft. But again, he's a big body. You think of Michael Pittman Jr., uh, a lot of similarities. They're all big. Most of these guys that are coming out this draft are averaging about 6'2". But what you love about a lot of players that I just mentioned, Drake London and Garrett Wilson, they're explosive players that can top the defense. When you look at the Titans, just look at the quality or excuse me, look at the production that you got out of your receiver core. Your top three receivers, AJ, of course, you know what you're going to get out of him. You're talking about your Pro Bowl receiver 
But when you look at Nick Westbrook, Akine, who's your number two, who is a good consistent receiver, but Davey, five, nearly 500 yards receiving and four touchdowns is not going to cut it in this league. And then you're talking about a player that you brought in to really be your number one or 1A, and that's 1A or 1B, however you like to look at it. That's Julio Jones, who only had, what, 434 yards receiving, only 31 reception, only played in 10 games. You need to have, you need some kind of, dur- you need some kind of consistency. Uh, there and that's really where this team lacked last year and I thought that was the issue going into the playoff game is was their inability to make plays on the perimeter so again if Jamison Williams is that player uh, at 26 why why wouldn't you take him when you're talking about the similarities between him and Jamar Chase you can line this guy up everywhere and that's what teams are doing now D they're going after players like Debo Samuel they're going after players like Jamar Chase you know because that's those are your money makers you need those type of players to win Very much so. It'll be interesting to see what general manager John Robinson wants to do. Another guy that I think has been high up on boards, he he does lack some of the size that a lot of people are kind of looking for, but Jahan Dodson out of Penn State, he's only 5'11 at 184 pounds, but he is a guy that is very quick. He's able to make defenders miss in the open field. But D, I'm going to slide down the board a little bit. I'm going to look past that first round pick. There's a guy that I was able to watch firsthand this year. Not a lot of national flair because he didn't play at a big school. He played at a small school, but he played at South Alabama. And this guy's name is Jalen Tolbert. Jalen mm-hmm. Tolbert went off. He had seven games where he had over 100 receiving yards this year. But whenever you look at his size, he fits in with what the Titans want to do. I mean, the guy's 6'3", 190. All right, he can put on a little bit more weight, but the height is there. I mean, this guy, when I was watching him, he just seems to always perform well against the better opponents. And whenever you're in the NFL, you're going to need that. He was able to fight through some grabby coverage and whatever you look at what he's able to do when it comes to route running, I think general manager John Robinson is going to like that. He's also a very intelligent wide receiver when you watch him play. He understands different coverages very well, knows when to sit down in the zone, and he's also pretty good about lining up in multiple positions, which, as we know, versatility is key. That's why the Titans love Nick Westbrook Akine so much is because he can play every single position at the wide receiver unit. So you said versatility is key, right? You just, But you know what? A small school like South Alabama. What about the Super Bowl MVP out of Eastern Washington? What's his Cup. name again? There you Cup. go. Yeah, or, or there was a, about 10 years ago, there was this uh, young kid out of Central Michigan, one of your favorite players that the Steelers end up taking. Oh, yeah, A.B. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Out there playing for Butch Jones. Man, uh, he's playing for, <laughs> playing for um, himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there are a few things that Tolbert needs to get better at, but, I mean, he's a third-round pick whenever – there, and there's always something some of these draft prospects are able to. But as we, we slide down there a little bit, I mean, that's there's just some different uh, issues that teams are going to have to decide. Like, all right, where does this guy kind of fit with what we're looking to do? And I just think whenever I know what the Titans want to do from a wide receiver standpoint, Jalen Tolbert feels like a great pick. I don't even know if he's going to be around when the Titans have their third round pick. He's probably already gone by then. But it is a name I wanted to talk about because when I'm looking at some of the other guys around him, I just thought he really stood out. And he's going to be a great player in the NFL no matter where he ends up. So I was hoping, hey, maybe the Titans are able to get in on that. But that's kind of some of the guys at the wide receiver position. D, the the combine is is started as far as like all the interviews and stuff. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be the first day of which we're actually able to watch any footage of the guys out there running and passing if they decide to do so. I mean, we know a lot of guys just opt out of a lot of these different uh, drills nowadays. But it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. But D, we are up against it. But before we go, any final comments on the wide receivers and free agency, cap casualties, or the guys in the draft? 
Well, I'll tell you what, uh, there was a young man drafted by the San Francisco 49ers in 1985, 1985 out of Mississippi Valley State University. So once again, it doesn't matter the size of the school. It matters what's in a young man's heart. So could Jalen Tolbert be the next Jerry Rice? And his physical ability. Uh, I, I got a lot of want to in my heart, Denar, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to make it in the NFL. I doubt if you make it in uh, XFL, USFL. I doubt if you make it even on half of the JV uh, teams here in Dallas. I've been trying to get the Vols to give me a workout. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, that is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.